Hey there, it's Michael Costa from The Daily Show on Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show, Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. I, uh, I, love, I love immigrants. I do. I think, I think, like, I love Spanish. I really do. I love Spanish. I've been trying to learn Spanish for, like, 25 years. And I'm getting muy cerca. I'm getting muy, muy cerca. And if you don't know what that means, it means very cerca. And, uh... No, but there's people in America, they get mad at hearing Spanish. I do this all over the country, and you'll hear people, and they'll be like, I don't want to hear Spanish in America! Which is weird. But it's really weird in the Southwest because all the towns have Spanish names. So you hear a guy and be like, I don't want to hear Spanish in San Manuel de Allende. You're like, that's Spanish. You just did Spanish, sir. That was Andy Haynes from This Week at the Comedy Cellar. He's killer, man. He's so funny. He had so much stuff that got on that show, and every time it was killer. Andy Haynes. And I am Tom Takar. This is Stand Up with Tom Takar. For another week, we got some great stand-up comedy clips to play for you. We got some stand-up commentary to give. And I am joined, as always, by the best producer in the damn game, Coach T. How are you, man? Doing well, man. Doing very good out here. Oh, uh, that's good to know, man, because it's a crazy world outside, but we're not even going to talk about that sort of shit, Yeah. because who knows? We're recording this. We don't know what the world's going to be like when this comes out. Maybe everything will be good. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe everything's good now. Oh, we don't know. That is wishful thinking. <laughs> maybe it all got fixed. Um, I want to say real fast, uh, so... People have been emailing the show. I love it. Uh, it's s-u-t-t-pod at gmail.com. I just found an email that I wanted to read just because I'm blown away. Uh, this is from uh, Mutembo from Zambia, and he just said he loves the show. We got people in Zambia listening to the show. That's Africa, man. We have we are worldwide, Coach. That's, that's uh, amazing. I've never been to Africa. Me, me neither. And I've uh, never been outside of the uh, of North America, um, yeah. so that is cool. I wanted to, I was gonna go right before all this stuff happened. I was gonna my was to making a whole not to Africa. I was gonna go to Europe and uh, oh. all this stuff. The plane tickets are so were so cheap for a little bit, and I was like, maybe if I buy them for January or something like that, I'll get away with going to like Paris for two hundred dollars. <laughs> But I don't think that's going to happen. I feel like if I had bought those tickets, they would have just gotten canceled like the other stuff. But who knows? Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Something to look out for, though. That's kind of exciting that you could maybe do that. Um, invest in some plane tickets. But for now, I'm just going to invest in sitting my ass at home and making another 2K my player. I made a third 2K my player. Do I'm losing think? my mind. I'm playing with these think? teenagers. They're driving me crazy. They're roasting me nonstop. They say... <laughs> 
that uh, I, I'm big and I can't. I was playing with my buddy online the other night, and he told me to turn my volume up because he was like, "These kids are destroying us," and I did, <laughs> and they were. They were like. Because they they make fun of my name on there. My guy is goofy looking, and he has a. I put a mustache on him because I was trying to make my friends laugh, and then these kids all call me a pedophile and shit. It's all. <laughs> it really stresses me out. I bought a headset just so I could talk shit back, and uh, <laughs> it's. But I had to create a third guy. It doesn't matter. The point is, I'm wasting my life. <laughs> this year doesn't matter. It doesn't count against us. So just. Uh, just create a player and keep keep it moving. You're a, you're a Madden man, right, Coach? Yeah, I'm out here in Madden. It's been you, I haven't had a chance to do it the way I want to. Yeah, it's been, you you want to be you want to just like I I spent a whole day. I spent eight hours playing 2K one day this week, and I don't normally do that sort of thing. I, I'm mm-hmm. usually like a three times a week type player, and I I only play for a couple hours right before bed. But um, yeah, I spent a whole day. What uh, what is your ideal situation? How would you like to have done it? Well, Matt, I would love to. I wish I just made a bunch of money and I could just move whenever the fuck I wanted to move. But yeah. I, I feel like I have to be on top. I just kind of, I just kind of got a new situation that's gonna probably change my life and kind of change my role. But it's Ooh. like I've been so busy. It's crazy. Like I had my first chill day. Was, I mean, I always take the Sabbath off, Friday night to Saturday yeah. night. But my first chill day was like Sunday. And I turned my phone off and I woke up and I'm like, damn, I was so out of it. I got the fucking time zones confused. Like, that's how yeah. like that's how hard I go. I don't want to say hard. I'm just engrossed in my shit. It doesn't feel hard. It all feels like, uh, I don't even feel like I'm working. Like, I'm, I'm literally talking on a phone to a guy in New York. This is not work. Yeah, yeah. That's what it's, the, the idea of work right now feels so weird because it's like, yeah, I've been working every day, but it it being at home makes it feel like you're always at work and never at work. It's yeah. very weird. I love this home shit. I'm curious about this new job you got, this prospect. Are you Jislin Maxwell's lawyer? You got some blackmail stuff going on? Is Absolutely that not, man. <laughs> I'm in these audio streets, man. <laughs> uh hell yeah man well i'm happy to hear that <laughs> what, what's going on in zimbabwe man or was it zambia what was it zambia zambia to the show i just wanted to read it because i thought it was cool that somebody from zambia reached out i wanted to give him a shout out so thanks for listening hold on is it uh, zambia or zimbabwe it's it says zambia zambia okay yeah, i'm with it yeah. man i bet they're great at soccer huh i'm guessing I guess. i'm guessing that sounds like <laughs> Or 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 bobsledding, according to Disney movies. Right, I think that was Jamaica, wasn't it? Oh, that was. <laughs> Get those Negroes confused. God damn it! <laughs> uh, let's go back to talking about Madden. And, uh, <laughs> we gotta play online sometime. I'm not very good though. I have it, but I I think I suck. Um. All right, we have uh we have. A lot of clips to get to and uh, and some good stuff here. So I think we should just jump into it. What do you think? Are I'm we, into it. What what what? Do you have any special motivation for the clips? You just feeling I, special? Well, we talked uh, on a recent episode about clean comedy. I've been saving this guy up. Basically, one of my favorite comedians in the world is Brian Regan. 
And another one of my favorite comics around now is Natasha Leggero. Both killers. Uh, there's no there's no real rhyme or reason for why I put both of them together. I think because Natasha, at least in this special that I watched, is is a little dirtier, a lot darker. And then Brian Regan is so silly and clean. And uh, I liked the juxtaposition. But uh, they're both... Here's where they meet in the middle. They're both hilarious. So... Uh, here are Brian Regan and Natasha Leggero. Hey there, Jordan Klepper from The Daily Show and Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts. I have no idea what to eat, and I have a friend who swears by food combinations. You heard of this nonsense? <laughs> She's nuts. She's like, you know what? You, can, you should eat food combinations. And that way you can eat whatever you want. It's just the combinations of how you put the food together. You, you can eat whatever you want. And then her, her examples are like, like you wouldn't want to eat like um, steak and potatoes together. But you could have like a lemon rind and, and raisin skins, not the whole raisin. Take the skins and steam them. Story, I saw that uh, peanut butter and jelly in the same jar stuff. What in the hell is that? Is there a point to that? I mean, I'm lazy, but uh, you know. I want to meet the guy that needs that, you know? Some guy going, you know, I could go for a sandwich, but uh, I'm not going to open two jars. <laughs> I can't be opening and closing all kinds of jars. Cleaning. Who knows how many knives? If you're that lazy, why not put croutons in there? Get the whole sandwich on one spoon. Scrumptious. I will have a second. Delectable, as was the first. If you don't want to clean a spoon, you put it on a squeeze bottle. Lunch and no cleanup. Can life get better? I submit that it cannot. I eat like a kid. I like uh, Chef Boyardee. They're ravioli and, you know. But they have some stuff I've never seen in the real Italian food world, you know. You ever been in a nice Italian restaurant? Hi, how are you? Um, I'd like to start with a nice bottle of Chianti and... Um, couple of Caesar salads to get started, and um, I'm going to have the beefaroni. <laughs> Some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for the lady. <laughs> you know, people refer to food differently in different parts of the country, I've come to find out. I grew up in uh, Miami, Florida, went to a small college in Ohio. My roommate, my freshman year, was from New Jersey. Our first night in the dorm, I had never met this guy. He goes, hey, uh, you want to go halves on a pie? I was like, 
I found out later he meant pizza. I had never heard that put like that in my whole life. I, I thought he wanted to get a pie. You know, I was like, you want to get a pie? He's all excited. Yeah, you know, I figure we go halves on a pie, you know. Celebrate, split a pie. Well, I hadn't really thought about that. What are you, little Jack Horner? This guy wanted a pie. So I wanted to be open-minded. It's my first day in college. I'm like, yeah, okay, um, let's get a pie. You seem to like pies. So we got half pepperoni and half pumpkin. I like the International House of Pancakes, you know? I've always liked their pancakes. They're good. I just don't know who designed the roof to that place. It's a bit much, isn't it? You know, it's like a cathedral. They're just pancakes. You don't have to worship them. Pancakes. 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 I'm wearing new contact lenses. I just had my prescription changed after six years. You ever wait that long? And then you're like, man, I can see. How can instantly improved vision not be at the top of your to-do list? I'll see tomorrow. I got a sock drawer I got to sort out. So I, I go in for the eye test, and I don't know about you, but I concentrate like crazy during the eye exam, you know? You don't want to get no D on that thing. End up with these big, thick Coke bottle glasses. I didn't take it serious. Are you still in here? I go in for the big eye exam, and I don't know about you, but I, you know, I, I'm sitting in that chair, and they slide that big giant thing on my face. Are these my glasses? <laughs> see a hell of a pair of glasses. Do I like it better like this or like this? I like this one or this one? I like this one, but I have to see this one again. Wait a second, this one. Hey, when you think about it, this one. What's going on with that test? I drive my eye doctor nuts with it, because I can't commit. I can feel him losing his patience. He's like, do you like number one or number two? We got number one and number two. I think we're gonna be here a while. I'm surprised he doesn't cover one with black tape. Is the other one clear now? Get out of here. There's too much pressure in the eye test. They do one test all the time. I don't know what they're looking for. All I know is I get an anxiety attack in the middle of the damn thing. Tell me the exact moment point A is directly over point B. I'm like, oh. oh, 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 oh now! No, now! Now! Then! I don't know. I don't know what happened. I'm worried if I'm off by an eighth of a second, I'll get like these big giant Hubble coming attraction glasses. Boy, you must have messed up that A-B test. the corrective spectacles. What are they improving? My ability to watch cars pass on the highway? They pass now! And they pass now! Man, you're nailing it on the noggin. 
It's weird in the eye exam room, you know? It's just him and me. It's dark in there. <laughs> the door's closed. I feel weird when he slides his chair up uncomfortably close to you. <laughs> He's like this far from my face. And he shines like this goofy light into my eyes for about five minutes. How you doing there? I'm a little uncomfortable. Can you back up a tad? You want a piece of gum? He asked if I wanted trifocals. I've been away from the eye doctor too long. I didn't know what he was talking about. Trifocals? He goes, yeah, you can see three different distances depending on where you look through the lens. You can see close, medium, or far away. And I was like, I can't even imagine getting used to that, all right? There's a book, there's a plane, there's Alpha Centauri! Anybody have a need for that, you know? Is that a fly on my nose? Is that a comet? So my doctor told me this, I'm not making this up. He goes, you know you have one eye set a little bit higher than your other eye? No, I, I didn't know that. He goes, it's no big deal, it doesn't affect your vision or anything. I just thought you might want to be self-conscious for the rest of your life. You guys are great, thank you all very much. What's happening with music? What are these songs? They make no sense. I'm Fred Flintstone. I'm gonna make your band rock. Huh? And then the chorus to that song is this like little 11 year old girl. She's like, I'm gonna put my on your sideburns. Okay, if you think that's where your goes, you're too young to be having sex. <laughs> Am I right, Paintball? <laughs> I love being in New York. Every time I stay here, I stay in a different area. Right now I'm in Chinatown, which I like to call the illegal purse district. <laughs> because for some reason, every day at five o'clock, the cops come and arrest all these poor Haitians who are trying to sell fake designer purses to tourists. I mean, do the New York police really know the difference between a real designer purse and a fake one? It's not like, freeze, you tell me that that piece of is a Marc Jacobs classic signature hobo. So I'm from Illinois, thank you. I just went home to visit my family and I asked them, hey, are you guys planning on talking in those accents the whole time I'm home? <laughs> and my mom's like, you used to talk like this too, Tasha. Uh, yes, but you see, I've reinvented myself. <laughs> my dad's discovered the internet. Uh, 
Just because someone raised you does not mean that you have to add them on Facebook. My dad has no idea how it works. He's picking up on my friends. He's given himself a mobster name. Now he's known as Johnny Legs. He's racist. Like some guy with a Spanish last name wrote on my wall. He's like, I want to marry you. And my dad's like, over my dead body, Jose Cuervo. <laughs> what? I do hate going home to visit my family and it's hard for me to explain why without being rude. So I actually brought a newspaper article, hold on, from my hometown newspaper I'd like to read, which sort of illustrates why I never go home. All right, you're gonna love this. It's called, oh, the title, it's called Armless Woman Refused Service at Fast Food Restaurant. <laughs> Rockford, Illinois woman, Yvonne Darson, who was born without arms, was refused service at a fast food restaurant when the staff refused to let her take away her food with her feet. <laughs> Dawson pulled up to the first window, gave the cashier her credit card with her foot, and was told by the cashier, girl, you ain't got no arms. <laughs> Do you guys have babies? I know, gross, right? Ugh, can't go out anymore. My friends who have babies can't do anything. Having a baby is like a DUI from the universe. is on my new favorite television show called I Didn't Know I Was Pregnant. Yes? Does anyone know what channel this is on? The Learning Channel. It's on The Learning Channel. And I don't want to spoil it, but it's a reality show where these women are walking around town. I don't know, maybe they're going camping. All of a sudden, a baby comes out. Usually in a toilet and they have no idea they're pregnant. And so TLC's trying to make this show educational. So they're like, pregnancy tip number two, this can happen to you. Uh, no one smarts having a toilet baby. It's not like, darling, you'll never guess what's come out of my vagina. <laughs> A baby come out, well I do. You never hear stories on that show like, well I was making my way down to the stables because Velvet Crusader had been nickering about. <laughs> and I looked down and you'll never guess what came forth from my loins. <laughs> baby Arthur. on that show. I just finished doing the Batman ride at Six Flags. Going to get me another cotton candy stick. I look down, there is a baby on the street. I walk two blocks, the damn thing's following me. How do you not know you're pregnant? Animals know they're pregnant. What did she think, nine months ago she ate a bad McRib? Uh, don't order that number three combo. 
อกอาอาเอาเลโดเบอร์เกอร์มัสต์ได้ฮัดเคอร์ซอนเนี่ยอเมร์นาดาเอเดสเซมนาดาเดจานิเดอร์That when she went into the bathroom and launched the child into the toilet, the first thing she probably thought was, "I don't remember eating no baby." <laughs> and the kid who probably already has a higher reading level than her is like, "Did I seriously just pop out of this idiot and into a toilet?" <laughs> and there's another show on about toilet babies, um, Keeping Up with the Kardashians. <laughs> Show and I still have no idea how those rules work. They are so confusing. It's like tonight the bottom two decide which six will join the final five. <laughs> Great, can't wait. My favorite reality show I have to say is American Idol. But at the be <laughs> relax. <laughs> at the beginning, when they go to all these small towns, who are these people auditioning? I think I'm gonna be an American Idol. In fact, I know I am. Uh, you have a lazy eye. <laughs> Every girl who auditions. Hi, my name is Conan. I'm from this village. Pick a real American, 'cause I'll sing you a song. Oh man. Like that, and get your hand off of your ear before I kill you. <laughs> Remember in the 20s how people would sing? I've been dancing on a moonbeam. I've been. Anybody? You, sir? Da 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 da. All right, that was Brian Regan and Natasha Leggero. Just two of the best. I, I saw Natasha Leggero live, well, for the first time a, a long time ago, actually, and I was blown away. I was blown away because her character is so funny and this, like, rich, kind of proper lady who um, who's kind of dirty and, like, and, and, and just funny. And... Uh, then I saw her offstage and she, she was very down to earth and like a uh, very earthy person and just such a different person offstage. And I thought it was very cool how nice she was and her. It's funny how when you meet a comic and you're like, oh, yeah, of course, you're not that person. Why would you be? That's yeah. a, And people do that to me all the time, too. They're like, oh, you're so different than you're than you are on stage. And it's like, yeah, I'm kidding. <laughs> like yeah, I'm, why would I be that way? But still, I still fall for it too. But I saw her at Montreal. The so if you don't know, the biggest comedy festival in the world is uh, the Montreal Just for Laughs Comedy Festival, or at least it you know it has been in the past. It's a legendary comedy festival, and there there are these gala shows. And I had done New Faces, so this was 2015, 
and I was just kind of like in a weird headspace and wandering around. My buddy Caleb signed. I was like, we should go to Norm Macdonald's uh, gala show because we were both huge fans of Norm Macdonald, and he hosts and he's very funny up top. And then there's some weird comics on it. I don't remember who. There's this French guy who uh, was brutal, and I was like, God, I don't want to watch any more comedy. It's bumming me out. I was in. I, I'm, I'm comedied out. I'm losing my mind. Then Natasha Leggero went up and murdered, and I was like. Oh yeah, I love comedy. I forgot. I just wanted to mm. see good comedy. That's mm. it. It's she was so funny. Rachel Feinstein was on that show too, also hilarious. Uh and Norm after Nat- after Natasha got off stage, Norm comes out and he goes, "I think that that may have been the best set of this whole festival." And I think he was right. Like it was just killer. Uh the few people on that show were killer, but it was just, it was cool to see that. Um, and I was just blown away by her. I was already a fan, but I was really blown away by her there. She's, she's just such a great joke writer, very funny and an incredible performer. And I love when those two things come together. And speaking of a uh, comic who is a great performer and joke writer, who's better than Brian Regan? I mean, they're both incredible. These two are both incredible. Regan is a guy that I saw as a kid, I feel like Regan is somebody that I, I said it on a previous episode, but he's safe to watch with your family. And I had friends, families who were like, Oh, Brian Regan, Brian Regan, Brian, Brian Regan. And all my friends starting comedy were obsessed with him. I was a little late to the Regan game. I, I feel like I got into him more once I started doing comedy. And then he quickly became one of my favorite comics. And I remember driving around, I would go on these long trips and I would just listen to, old albums i would i i had all these i had all these burned cds from comics that i loved and uh or comics that i wanted to learn about and regan was one of them that i i just remember listening he had this joke about log trucks that i would try to explain to one of my exes and she or i played it for one of my exes and she hated it and it bummed me out so much and the joke was he goes you ever you ever see two log trucks pass each other on the highway both carrying logs you want to go if they had logs over there and they have them over there you think that that you know could have been a phone call and it, that that joke was so silly and uh funny that i was like i love this guy uh yeah. just that that observation i was like i've i've seen that happen a million times i've never had that thought and he's so silly and such a funny performer and prolific as hell uh, he had a great show on Netflix uh, a couple of years ago that uh, it's one of the hardest times I've ever laughed uh, watching something with my mom. We were both dying watching it. He's he's just, if you want to be in a good mood, listen to Brian Regan, watch Brian Regan. He's so funny and he's a smart guy. You listen to him on podcasts. He's he's a really smart dude and uh, just a fun time. I, I got the privilege of... Uh, when I was in Madison, Wisconsin once, my buddy Joe Zimmerman was opening for Regan, and he said that uh, he, I could go to the show, and I was at the club around the corner, Comedy on State, is, att- is basically attached to the Orpheum Theater. And so I got off stage, and I ran over to go watch Regan do an hour, and it was incredible. And he, d- he did something that I thought was in- so cool, because I was like, oh, yeah, he doesn't go to open mics. He's too big now. He doesn't have the time. So he's in a theater full of people running new jokes uh, mm. for part of it. And some of them were killer. And some of them he was like, well, uh, I thought that would be funny. And then it's just <laughs> weird to see a guy who's 
so good also work stuff out and be funny doing it it was it was killer he puts all the work in then what was wild is he i get a text from joe after the show he goes hey i think me and brian are gonna come to your show and so him and brian just sat at a table in the club and watched from host to feature to headliner he watched every minute of it and then we all hung out till like four in the morning he was hilarious the whole time just a great great funny person and he had a line that uh, I tell people all the time where um, after I got off stage and I'm, I'm not trying to toot my own little uh, horn here, but I, I had a, I had a hot one. I had a, I had a good set. It's a great club. So it's almost everybody always has hot ones there, but uh, it's uh, it, it went well. It was, and I was very happy and he comes up to me. He goes, he goes, could I give you a note on your comedy? And I was, and he had a, he had this like little grin on his face, and so I was prepared for it to be funny. And then he goes, and I go, yeah, sure, I'd, I'd love a note. And he goes, sometimes the audience likes to laugh. And it's <laughs> it was one of the hardest I've ever laughed. Uh, it's he's he's just a very fun uh, funny person. But had you had you had you listened to much Regan? He's I mean that guy's a legend. I mean. That's like uh, that's like the, the the Comedy Central stuff we all grew up on. I feel like absolutely, absolutely. That uh, Pop Tart bit uh, is is a legend. Uh, if you have to zap fry your uh, Pop Tarts, maybe uh, loosen up your schedule a little bit. It's he's 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 got so many lines, and he's one of the few comics that you could go and at the end of his show, rather he does an encore. And he asks people for requests, and they yell out all this shit, and then he does the joke, even though they're yelling out. You'd think it would ruin the bit if someone's yelling out the name of the bit, because then everybody knows what's about to happen. But he's so funny performing it, you just want to see it, and you you want to see him do it. It's it's really interesting. Um, so that was Brian Regan and Natasha Leggero. We have a couple segments here uh, that I want to get into. First off is one that... Coach came up with called Joke, Joke Detective. Detective. <laughs> <laughs> We're back? <laughs> We're back. The world is full of a million jokes, but who did it? And what was that one that you liked? Here on Joke Detective, Tom Takar helps you find the joke that you seek and the justice that you need. Uh, this one I, I know. This is one that I got to the bottom of, so you guys put your little magnifying glasses down, all right? Take your little detective hats Hold and on, have, hang have them con- up have on the hook. Have you confirmed with the victim? I don't even need to. Oh, uh, wow. I'm not listening to the victim. <laughs> 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 or the plaintiff or what is it? Yeah, the... the uh, the accuser of the I don't know what you call this person. I guess the um it's it's not the victim because the victim is usually Yeah, what do you call someone who goes to a detective? It's like ah shit. It's usually like a young like uh a damsel in distress or yeah, whatever. Usually. Yeah. Like though I'm yeah. thinking like old black and white movies. Exactly. So I have not confirmed with the damsel in distress. Or maybe I did. Let me see if they responded. Because I did send it to them, but I just I wanna I'm gonna read this just because I want to I want other people to see this bit too, and I'll probably play it. I I think it's on I think it's something that I am allowed to play, is what I should say. Um this is from uh Dennis. Dennis reached out to me. He walked into my office. I'm smoking a cigar, of course, and he's yeah. <laughs> wet from the rain. 
<laughs> he's drenched in uh, rainwater, and I light up a cigarette for him as well. <laughs> and, and he's and I say, "What do you What do you got there, Dennis?" And uh, I'm a busy man. Make it quick. And then he says, "Hey, Tom, I'm looking for an album from a comic. I know his name. Uh, from a comic, I know his name. He started. No, I, I'm guessing he means I don't know his name. I'm looking for an album from a comic." He started ranting about Guy Fieri, giving him compliments while making fun of his appearance. One of the funniest stand-ups I've ever heard. Love the show, Dennis. Mm. Well, Dennis, (laughs) I said I wasn't going to do this shit anymore. (laughs) I said my hat was hung up. I got a wife and kids at home. They said... They said, Papa, (laughs) you never spend any time with us anymore. You're always out helping these damsels. (laughs) Papa, can I be a damsel one day so you pay attention to me? Oh, my goodness. I said, go to bed, son. (laughs) I've got work to do. So I know the the answer to this uh, question. That comedian is one of my dear friends. One of my closest friends in this whole business, that is Shane Torres, really? who has a Comedy Central half hour that I believe does have this bit, but he also has an album uh, that that features this bit, and it is called Established 1981, and that is Shane Torres. One of the best bits. It went viral. He did it on Conan, uh, and it was uh, it was huge for him. It was... it's. Guy Fieri reached out to him uh, because really? he saw the bit. It's it's funny because he's defending Guy Fieri in the joke. I'll probably play it at some point on the show if you haven't seen it um, because I think that we, like I said, I think we can. But uh, that's Joke Detective for this week. And if you're a damsel looking for, <laughs> looking for help yeah. in a world that seems helpless <laughs> and not helpful... <laughs> In a world that feels dark and gloomy and overwhelming, if you're if you're someone looking for help finding a bit that is driving you crazy, uh, send it in. Email us at suttpod at gmail.com. Well, if I can't figure it out myself, I will put it out to the world to see Whoa. if we can get an answer. Unsolved uh, drug mysteries. Yeah. Oh, shit. Are we changing the title already? I'm, no. <laughs> I, was, I was in my head, man. No, it's true. Unsolved joke mysteries. We'll, we'll we'll keep calling it a joke detective, and then and, <laughs> and next week we could do it. You know something a little bit more fitting, um, buddy cop style. Uh, lethal weapon. I'm like Tom. I'm getting too old for it. Like, you know, I'm getting too old for this. <laughs> I love this. Is gonna become the whole show. It's just us acting out this play. <laughs> I'm, I'm asking a, a comedy center for more resources. <laughs> We need some synthy shit. Yeah. We need some boots on the ground, need, Comedy we Central. Need, <laughs> we need some gunshots. We need. <laughs> but uh, what? A, we what need a some gr- writers. <laughs> uh, what We're a, gonna need uh, some more voice actors and shit. <laughs> what a what a what a great thing. Um, I love it. Um, you got you got anything else for these people, Tom? Yeah, I got I got one more clip here. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we should jump into this last clip, right? Sure, uh, you can. Okay, yeah, let's jump into this do. last clip. Uh, this last clip is from Jabuki Young White's 
Comedy Central stand-up half hour filmed in New Orleans the same time that I did mine. Um, and this clip was on. This clip is also on YouTube along with a, a longer portion of the, of that set, so you can find that on Comedy Central stand-up YouTube page, where they also have full specials from other comedians. Get on there. There's so much good stuff. They're putting new stuff out all the time, even in the midst of this pandemic. There is new material for you to see, so check that out. Uh, and it's, yeah, there's, it's great stuff on there. You don't need a, you don't need to log in a password, any of that shit to see full specials on comedy central standup YouTube page. And this is a little clip from Jabuki young white. I was, I was taking a lot of ride shares when I was in LA because I can't drive because I'm gay. And I, (laughs) (laughs) I had this one driver this one time he had a 3.8 rating. Like, are you murdering people? <laughs> I got out the car like zigzagging to my apartment <laughs> just in case a guy turned around and just, <laughs> just blow darted me, you know? Took my phone, gave himself five stars. These drivers be thirsty. I was trying to smash a couple though, honestly. Um, they were cute. There was this one time I got in the car, like I got really close, right? Get in the car, we were like flirting, making small talk. He's like, oh, where are you coming from? And I was like, a show. He's like, oh, what instrument do you play? And I was like, the voice. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I do stand up or whatever, and I say or whatever, so he thinks that I'm humble. And, <laughs> and then he goes, oh my God, like, I love stand up. I've written a couple jokes, but I'm a little nervous to get on stage and try it. And I was like, oh my God, you seem like you have such a natural stage presence. <laughs> But he was like, cute. So I was like, you know what? How about this? How about you just like tell me a joke right now in the car and we can just like work on it together. And he was like, are you sure? I don't want to like waste your time. I was like, no, just go for it. He's like, okay, okay. So uh, me and my girlfriend, I was like, needs work. (laughs) (laughs) Right here is fine, actually. Uh, You ain't got to slow down. I'll just roll. That's cool. I'm very addicted to technology. It's like, it's kind of a problem. I realized I was addicted to technology when I got robbed and this dude was like, is your phone worth your life? And I was like, "Mm." (laughs) And then I stole his phone. Um, (laughs) Ran away and followed myself on Twitter from his phone, which, which was cool. All right, that was Jabuki. You can see more at Comedy Central stand-up YouTube page, which I highly recommend. And just like Netflix has their algorithm, this is the Tom Takargorithm. If you like Natasha Leggero, I think you would love Megan Gailey. Check her out. If you like Brian Regan, check out Jackie Cation. Uh, she toured with him, so I'm sure that you will also love her. And uh, like I've said before, like, rate, and review. That helps us a lot. We love the positive reviews. Very sweet stuff. Follow Coach T at Coach underscore T-E-A. Follow me at Tom Takar, T-O-M-A-T-H-A-K-K-A-R. And uh, email us, S-U-T-T-Pod at gmail.com. All that good stuff. Uh, We appreciate you. Uh, On behalf of Coach T, I'm Tom Takar. We'll see you next week on Stand Up with Tom Takar.
This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Hey there, it's Michael Costa from The Daily Show on Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show, Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts.